Well, I tried. Hey, does someone want to clap? I I don't want to. Epic. Oh, this is my episode. I don't care about that. Unclap. Unclap those hands. Hey, welcome to the C Team podcast, where we talk about a different topic each week. I'm Kenny. I'm Jack. Um, I'm the third one, Chandler. And this week's topic, of course, is bizarre. Spider-Man. Bizarre that you chose to do this. Did we do uh, Spider-Man before? I don't. We've never done Spider-Man. This week's topic is okay. Spider-Man. Jack, you seen Across the Spider-Verse yet? I, I did watch it today, actually. Okay, good. Because that's been out for months. <laughs> uh, oh, what'd yeah. Th- what'd you think? Okay, I guess we'll just say spoilers now. Spoilers, I mean, spoilers for Across, across the, the Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. Yeah. Spoilers for Across the Spider-Verse. Go ahead and line those up in post-editor. Um, I thought it was really good. I really liked it. Um. No, I I just thought it was really good. I thought the soundtrack is also really good. Um, you know, I'm a little bit disappointed they didn't actually have like Nicolas Cage like voice. Like they they didn't really reference this character at all except at the very end. Same goes for you know kind of the other original characters from yeah. The original I, I think only Penny had a speaking role, right? Uh, Penny's the the anime one, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, she had like one line at the end. Or something I mean, like she had one in the middle-ish when she's oh, like, yeah. Miles, and then the, like the robot opens. Her voice like, actor, right. uh, you, just a guess. Dad has she, to die. She probably has the least expensive voice actor. She's, of, Kim, uh, Kimiko Glenn, is, is, she's done a lot. But more than, um, I mean, Nicholas Yeah, Nicholas Cage, Cage and, and John Mulaney are both John pretty expensive, Mulaney. I suppose. And I also think John Mulaney was going through some stuff when they were, like, so I think Haley Seinfeld, I don't know how to, I think that's her name. She was saying her a lot of her voice lines were recorded like several years ago, and obviously several hmm. years ago, I think John Mulaney was right going yeah. through some stuff. Um, the I mean, it's the implication is that they'll all be in the next movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I was just like it, it felt a little bit weird. You know, they basically none of them got any lines except for I think to your point, Penny, who got one. Um. I mean, they had to make this movie with pennies, so I'm not shocked. Was this movie low budget? Uh, it was. So the first one was 90 million. the The second one was 100 million. But Chandler did some some quick maths and determined with inflation, it's they actually had less money. Than yeah, the, which Very is like, less. yeah, not not substantially, roughly the same. And it's like it's a much bigger movie. There's a lot more going on, and also like. The first one was so popular and there was so much hype around this that I feel like they could have given more money. Uh, and it, it blew the first one out of the water at the box office. So it's a little strange. Hopefully they hopefully they get more for the next one because from what I've heard, it sounds like it's going to be delayed. Yeah. And I also... Oh, the other thing was it felt weird because they, they had movie clips from the Garfield, Andrew Garfield um, from Amazing Garfield Spider-Man run. Yeah, exactly. And then they also had... <clears throat> The some clips from the uh, Tobey Maguire run, but they didn't mm-hmm. actually have a clip from uh, Tom Holland's run. 
They had Alfred Molina saying, hello, Peter. But yeah, Tom Holland wasn't anywhere to be seen. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just like, I think they referenced it because they also said like Doctor Strange and his nerdy kid or something. Right. Yeah. And that nerd. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But there was no reference to like, there was like no, no clip of it. I guess the closest thing would be the clip of like Donald Glover as the Prowler since he is the Prowler in the MCU. Well, he's Aaron Davis in the MCU. I saw people online being like, oh, an alternate reality uh, Aaron Davis played by Donald Glover, as in like alternate from the MCU. I think the implication is that he does become the Prowler, but I mean, it will. Like, I mean, if Sony he, if can't make that decision for the MCU, so. No, but I mean, there. I I think it's somewhat clear that there was some amount of co- collaboration on this, so. Um, yeah, I also think uh, um, we'll see. I guess. No, I also think like. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't. I forgot what I was gonna say. That's pretty epic. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked the movie though. Uh, very excited for the next one whenever it comes out. I feel like it might be a while. Uh, I heard. I don't have a source on this, but I heard supposedly someone on the inside said there's no way this movie comes out next year. It's supposed to come out in March. So this. So this one apparently almost. So this one came out. On June 8th, I want to say. Something along it was those the lines. the 3rd, but yeah. But, <clears throat> oh yeah, I think the 3rd. But basically, the movie itself wasn't actually finished until May like 20th. That's crazy. It was originally supposed to come out, I believe, October 7th, 2022. So like, mm. it's pretty, yeah. This got pushed back. I I don't think it'll be a full five years before the next one, but I also don't think it's going to be 10 months or whatever they predicted. I also mm-hmm. have a, a weird little spoiler, I guess. Maybe spoiler, sort of. <clears throat> Apparently, there's two versions of the movies that are out. Huh? Like like Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Red sort of thing? Yeah, so there's like, basically, there's an, another version where like a very, very small handful of scenes have different lines and slightly different animations interesting what why i i don't know i think it it was because i think it was probably because it got rushed because like also random which one i see when i go to a theater like which copy they got i think so because i at one point they also recalled some of the reels for the film um because of audio problems yes i heard about the audio problems um I've, i've seen it three times so i'm not sure i don't remember anything being different uh, I don't know how you know if I would notice, but um, I think it's pretty subtle. I I will you, say you, you can look it up online. Actually, you, they'll point out like one specific scene. It's very subtle. I will say that uh, you mentioned the soundtrack. I, I like the soundtrack uh, more than, or, or I like the soundtrack. I don't like it as much as the soundtrack from the first movie, uh, but I do like it. But there are some some decisions that were made that I don't know if I would have made where actual audio from the movie is is put in at the beginning and end of songs uh which like it flows fine when you're listening to the album but when songs come on shuffle i think it's a little bit weird but it's not a huge thing but i believe uh i don't remember which song it is but uh miles says sorry man i'm going home uh it might be at the end of like home uh which is the name of the song um but I don't think he says that line in the movie because I saw it two times after that. And I was looking for the line. The second time, I didn't remember the line or I didn't notice the line. So the third time I was looking and I didn't hear him say it, uh, which is just interesting because, I mean, you know, I'm sure I'm sure Metro Boomin had some some audio files. And I guess that got left on the cutting room floor, but just weird. 
I, I do really want to watch the movie again um, when I'm at home. <clears throat> the the movie experience, actually, I really... I don't know how you guys watched it. So, like, at AMC, they have, like, kind of three premium experiences. They have laser with IMAX. They have laser with AMC. And then they have Dolby, Dolby Cinema. Um, I... I googled around because I don't know which one is like the best one. And apparently, like it, the best way to watch a quote because it's kind of subjective is differs between like how each movie was made. But apparently, Dolby Cinema was kind of the best one to do. And I, it was like so immersive for me. Yeah. F- I, sorry, go on. Here's a fun fact. Uh, totally out of the blue. Um, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. I've been reading the uh, comic series because I was interested in it. He's uh, he's Miguel. Um, in in his t- in his story, uh, the word "shocking" is uh, uh, a swear in the future. So at one point in the movie, he's uh, when he's on Vulture, he goes, "I have to clean up your shocking mess," uh, and he's uh, he's just cussing there. They only use it once, to my knowledge. I was gonna say I was gonna continue the conversation that Jack was having, but uh, I, I let Chandler speak because I thought maybe what he was saying was going to be relevant and interesting. Well, that's why I apologized. Do you hear that part? Roll back the tape. I won't be rolling back the tape. I know you Roll apologized, back. but a better man would have said, no, you go ahead because mine's not related. And instead you just said, sorry. Well, I couldn't say that because you were you were quicker in saying you go ahead. So what was I going to say? No. You could have said, then... no, it's fine. mine's not related. So you go So first. in your ideal world, we spend 15-ish no. seconds just going anytime, back and forth. Anytime in a, in a situation where we assume all things are equal, if someone mm-hmm. tells me to go, mm-hmm. if someone gives me the go ahead, I go. Because otherwise, it's exactly what you're saying. It's no you, no you, no you. And if even if we only do it twice, if I say to someone, go mm-hmm. ahead, and they say, no, you go, and then I say no, you go. We're uh-huh. we're running the risk of both going at the same time. So if I say go ahead, and someone says no, you, I go. But now if we're saying oh, I'm going to bring up something that is tangentially related, I would say no, mine's not that relevant. You can go ahead, you know. And instead, you just you just didn't, you just didn't. So sure. So anyway, uh, when when Chandler and I first saw the movie on opening night, we went to a tiny little movie theater where there's no uh, enhanced movie viewing options uh and that's also where i saw it the third time the second was at amc but uh was just kind of picking based on time not i didn't i I didn't really have the luxury of saying oh let's let's pick the dolby time and i actually ended up in obstructed view seats which is crazy for a movie theater in 2023 like i couldn't see the whole screen because there was a railing and a wall in my way so i complained and got free ticket vouchers Nice. Yeah. I mean, mm. it's my right as an American citizen. <laughs> to complain? To be a Karen? To, but, eh, don't like that mm. term, but you know. Um, <clears throat> I I don't know. I, I feel like the movie going experience, like for a really long time, was getting like, wasn't really changing, but things were getting a lot more expensive very quickly. Co- COVID definitely changed it a bit. For sure. And I think it's it's gotten actually and this might be a controversial opinion, but I think in my opinion, like it's gotten better because like, I don't, I don't necessarily think the vanilla IMAX experience or the, even the vanilla vanilla experience is really that much better or even like the seats or anything, but I, it was very noticeable. Like I think the audio and the, this, 
not the screen because it's not really a screen. They're like the projector, I guess. Like both, it just both of them seemed actually like a lot better than what I remember. I don't like the term vanilla for when something is plain because vanilla is a flavor. It's not plain. It's a flavor. You know, so I'm not really a fan of that. Uh, the the AMC near us, I would say, uh, personally, I don't notice a huge difference in audio and video when I go to the Dolby Cinema, but I do notice uh, that every single theater that I've been in at our AMC, every auditorium, is is broken down, run down, dirty, stuff stuff don't work. Except for the Dolby one. It's very nice. They have the reclining seats. Uh, and so I, I like it for that. But uh, one thing I've heard people talk about recently is um, a lot of IMAX theaters these days not being actual IMAX screens, but just being bigger regular movie screens. I don't really know enough to speak to that, but that's just something I heard someone talking about. That's crazy. Can they? That's weird that they can do that. Well, like, what is an IMAX? IMAX. I remember the first, one of the first times I went to an IMAX theater, the screen, like, came up and went over my head, like, it curved. Is that an IMAX screen, or is that, like, something different? What's, what is an IMAX screen? So, IMAX is a format that you shoot it in, is how I understand it. Hmm. So, it's, like, you need, like, for you to film, to do a film in IMAX, you need, like, IMAX cameras to, to film it. Interesting. So then is any movie shown in IMAX meant to be on IMAX cameras? And if they put it in a regular theater, it's still on the IMAX cameras? Yeah, exactly. So you can like re redo it to be to fit like a regular because they don't want to like cut off that audience. But I think the yeah. I, the point of the IMAX is like it has enhanced audio and enhanced vi- like vi- um, video. So I think it's not necessarily the frame rate, but I believe like the aspect ratio and the color depth is better. Um, so with something like Spider-Verse, do you think they just render another IMAX version? I think they did the master, like the golden copy in probably whatever is like the best one and then just re-rendered the rest or like just re like converted the rest of them. All right, Kenny, we got to go find a theater showing the IMAX version. We got to go find a theater showing the IMAX version. That's the other version that was being recalled. We have to see all the versions. <laughs> well, no, no, no. There's... Again, you guys remember, there's IMAX with laser, there's IMAX, there's Dolby Cinema, and then there's mm-hmm. apparently at least two copies out there. So you have to watch all six. I need to write all this down. All right, let's roll. Uh, you don't have to write anything down. We're recording it. So are you saying the screen doesn't actually matter at all? I think the screen is like, it does matter a little bit based on like kind of what the, because like the screen doesn't actually display anything. Because I think it's just projected onto. Yeah, but I do think like the specifications of what that screen is, so like how much light it reflects, probably does matter. Um, but that's I don't know how important that specification is. It seems kind of crazy that we're still just like movie theater screens are just like are just like projections projector screens, and we're just like projecting the movie. Like it, that seems very old fashioned. But is it just the best way to do it? Does it not look as good if you do a different way? So I think it's difficult to make an LED screen with high enough resolution or like any type of like display with high enough resolution and the up to the size for these movie theaters. I guess it also like is easier for something to go wrong on that scale. It's just weird like thinking about these buildings ultimately just have a bunch of like like blank walls, like a bunch of rooms staring at blank walls, you know? Yeah, basically. Um, I was also a little bit disappointed. There was no post-credit or mid-credit scene. There was the mid-credit was like yeah. he'll be back, which 
was I, I don't really count that as one because I think that was so obvious from how right. the movie ended. Well, and like anytime it's like this, this character will be back. Like it doesn't really, that's nothing to me anyway. Like even if it's not implied uh, for, mm, never mind. actually not going to give an example because don't know who has actually, seen what. I can give an example and I'll give a spoiler warning um, for anyone who has seen the latest James Bond movie. So that's James Bond, uh, No no Way Home. No, no Time to Die. Um, okay. believe it or not, he does have time to die because he dies. Oh, Yo, fuck. Spoiler. Oh, no, now I, now shit. I'm not, that's what now I said. I'm not going to watch it. the entirety of the Daniel Craig James Bond run. But the thing is, is like right after, of. like the, the post credit scene says James Bond will, uh, will return. Well, cause wait, James wait, Bond wait, 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 wait. Does he get like killed dramatically at the end or is it like, like midway through there's like a laser coming towards him up a table and he's like, I'll get out of this. And then he fucks up and he goes, ah, and the laser so, just like cuts him all the way up. Spoiler alerts again, but basically he's standing at the top of this island and then it zooms out and you see a bunch of missiles basically bomb the shit out of that island. And he is very open standing up top. Like he's not looking for yeah. shelter. He's just standing up do top you, with his arms open. Like do you see waiting a body? To get hit. Do you see a body? No, but it's not going to be alive. Daniel Craig. He's it's alive. not going to be Daniel Craig. He's alive. It's not going to be does Daniel he, Craig. Does he kung fu the missile? Does he seduce it? Yes. When are we getting a James Bond verse? Everything's a multiverse these days. There are J- there are several James Bonds. But some of them are still alive, right? I, think, I know. I think they were setting up, or not like a verse, like multiple versions of James Bond, but I think they were setting up for a spinoff of James Bond with Anna, Anna or Anna de Armas. Oh, you know what's funny, actually, because from what I've heard, I haven't seen a single James Bond movie, but I've heard that, like, James Bond isn't supposed to be a character. It's like a code name or something. I don't know if that's, like, confirmed, but in theory, they could bring a bunch of James Bonds together if there are multiple living actors. I don't even know, because I think Sean Connery died. Uh, in theory, they could bring them together, and, like, it doesn't have to be a weird multiverse thing. It'd just be like, oh, yeah, you've all been James Bond at a time, you know? I, I think... That was a theory for why James Bond kept switching faces and why how he's like survived like right. so many decades without seemingly like getting senile. Well, do they do the movies like do the Daniel Craig movies reference the Sean Connery ones? Because if they do, okay, so Jack shaking his head no. If they, they do, don't. then it's like they need an explanation. But if they don't, then like most likely it's just reboot. You know, I think the movies generally aren't super connected i think the most connected they got was basically the daniel craig one where casino royale went into the one after and then specter was linked to skyfall no no no, sorry skyfall was linked to something else and then no time to die was linked to specter which was linked to the one before pretty crazy i was one time in the i was one time in the scottish highlands and that we were like driving past this uh this this glen this valley and they were like oh yeah this is where in i want to say skyfall, skyfall like the mansion exploded and like there's no mansion there and they're like yeah you'll notice there's no mansion it didn't exist like it was just cgi oh i was hoping you would say it really did explode <laughs> the, yeah. it exploded explode. and it's been overtaken by the wilds um let's see Trying to find out how many actors who've played James Bond are alive. So there's uh, Tim uh, Timothy Dalton. Uh, okay, well, the first one was Sean Connery. He died a few years ago. Right. James David Graham Neven died even earlier. 
George Lazenby is alive. He's whoosh, he's old. How many did he play? He's 83. He did uh he only did one movie, I guess, in 1969. Mm. Um Roger Moore also dead. Okay, they're mo- they're mostly dead. Timothy Dalton, he's alive. He's Timothy Dalton, old. yeah, that's he's the oldest one I can think of. Uh Pierce Brosnan is alive. That's right. So there's like four of them. They could do a James Bond verse. But they might as well. Everything's a multiverse. And you know what? I'm a sucker for it. I even if that Sonic show weren't on Netflix, if it were on a streaming service that I felt okay supporting, I'd watch it. What's Sonic? Sonic Prime apparently is doing multiverse stuff in oh. season two. Haven't watched season one, but wait, Sonic actually, is that is that like Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic? Yes, yes. Okay, got it, got it. But uh I was I was looking because Chandler and I almost watched it. I was looking. It seems to be pretty well reviewed, which is surprising. Yeah, this um, can't be true. I, it is true. <laughs> I'm not saying it's accurate, but it is true. Uh, but I, I don't know to what extent they're doing multiverse stuff. And I was saying to Chandler that like, like the fun thing about like James Bond multiverse, I assume I haven't actually seen any James Bond films or like the fun thing about Spider-Man multiverse and, and stuff like that is that the characters have different personalities. Uh, Sonic doesn't really have a changing personality. It's just different animation styles. So I assume they're just bringing in random variations of these characters. I mean, like this is pirate knuckles as one example. Uh, and that there's no like real source material for it, but I don't actually know. Pirate knuckles or puckles. Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. I guess. Um, mm. but yeah, I'm I'm excited for the next one. I didn't like that it ended on a cliffhanger. Generally, I'm not a. I don't usually like that. <laughs> See, I, there was a lot of there. There have been a lot. There's been a lot of discussion about that. Uh, the so I so when the movie started gearing down like toward the end i was like i had a feeling i had a bad feeling it was about to end before a lot of conflicts were resolved and i knew that originally it was a part one movie uh though they they changed it um and so i was like kind of worried but i thought i was about to end and it did but the thing they didn't have a there wasn't time to resolve anything with spot anything with miguel or anything with uh the second miles morales and so the only thing I can ask myself is, was there a point they should have ended it earlier? Because they didn't have time to go more into it. Um, and it's like, do do I wish they hadn't shown the reveal of the second Miles Morales? No, I don't. Do I wish they hadn't showed Gwen getting a team together? No, I don't. And it's like, those that that's the end of the movie. Do I wish they hadn't shown a reveal that Miles was in the wrong universe? No, I don't. Because ha- like having the movie open with Miles realizing he's in the wrong universe feels weird. It feels like they're just changing things, not revealing the second Miles Morales. That feels weird to open a movie with that reveal. And if they don't show Gwen putting a team together to go help Miles, it, it, I mean, not necessarily, but like, it almost feels like she were ending the movie thinking that she isn't going to help Miles, which like, obviously she is, but it just, I don't know. I don't think there was a better ending point that where they could have cut it off early, and I don't think that they had time to do everything they wanted to do. So it's like I have a hard time having issue with it. See, I disagree because like I think opening with like him realizing he's in a different universe would have been an okay way to pick it back up, just because I think like nothing really felt like it got resolved, right? If in fact it just felt like everything was pitching back up almost, 
And I felt like, you know, they could have kind of tried to end it where the plot was not pitching back upwards. Um, that was my issue. It is also weird because they, he realized that he was in the wrong universe, but they revealed the universe thing earlier. Like they show he's going to universe 42, yeah. you know? So it's. Well, the thing is, is like, I don't think a lot of people notice that kind of thing. Cause the, the person next to me, like gasped when he realized that miles is in the wrong universe. And I was like, dude, that's, we've known this for a while. Like it, it's this movie literally starts with this picture of the spider and it says 42 on it. Yeah. I do think it was supposed to be revealed for the audience as well, but like, I feel like it's pretty obvious they show the 42, like when it's identifying his, his, his universe. Uh, I, I feel like it's pretty, it's pretty right up in your face, but um, I don't know. They could have done that. And then people would be like, Oh, theory miles is actually in the wrong universe. And the people would be like, obviously he's in the wrong universe. I'm also just a, a little bit surprised. Like when he was like sprinting. So, <clears throat> I will disclaim. I was I went to the bathroom basically the minute that he he got inside that teleporter. So because I was like, oh, he's going inside the teleporter. I want to like go to the restroom before because I really needed to pee. So I I wanted to do that before like the 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 end scenes. So I did that. So I, and I came back. So the scene I came back to was literally him like running home basically, but like the world was being fucky. Um. The thing that was weird is like the skyline is entirely different. How did he not notice that at all on his way home? Well, he's, you know, he had tunnel vision. He was just trying to get home. Oh, that's fair. Um, I will say as well that a, a decent counter argument I've heard for the, the movie, you know, not ending well, not tying things together is the movie like starts with Gwen and like the idea that this is Gwen's story. Her story does get tied up with like her and her dad. That plot line, it starts with that plot line and, and ends that plot line pretty well. So I think that that's, you know, that's true. I don't know. I try not to nitpick things like that too much because like, I feel like sometimes spoilers for severance. Like for example, when we were talking about severance, I was saying I didn't like that it ended on a cliffhanger. And then with this, I'm like, well, I don't mind it. And so ultimately, yeah, see, I'm the, flip I am a, I'm a spoilers for severance. I'm literally on the opposite side of on it. both of those for you. Like I like the way severance ended. I did not like the way this ended. Interesting. Yeah. I'll splice that spoilers for severance in. So it seems miles <sighs> is putting together ago. a sort of miles team, huh? Yeah. So what were some kind of miles squad? That's nice a reference, reference to suicide squad. Uh, not the suicide yeah. squad. Yeah, I don't know, I've seen a lot of theories about like, oh, I don't think Prowler Miles is actually a villain. And it's like, I think he's kind of a villain. But we'll see. Um, What do you, so just theorizing here, who do you think was supposed to be the Spider-Man in Universe 42? It's, that it's Miles? Miles. It's it's absolutely Miles. Uh, In fact, they show, it's like one of the spot flashbacks or something. They show that spider about to bite uh Miles with braids. Oh, really? Um, oh, really? I missed that. Yeah. It's very quick. Uh, I only know it because of the internet. But yeah, it was it was 100% supposed to be him. And and I think th- this this movie kind of made it pretty clear that uh predestiny is a, is a thing or at least very heavily believed to be a thing with the canon events and everything. And it was pointed out that back in Into the Spider-Verse when Miles meets uh his universe's Peter, uh the the Peter Parker voiced by uh, Chris Pine, who gets who gets kingpinned, um, his th- when they 
spoilers for yeah sorry if you were listening to the across the spider-verse spoilers and we're fine with it but but didn't want into the spider-verse spoilers uh we would like you to phone in because we have questions for you yeah yes phone in at uh thought about giving my actual phone number but it just seems seems silly um 603 that's the first three uh when it when they have their little spider sense scene where it shows uh peter and Miles, like, you know, lining up their spidey senses, whatever, when they're like, oh, you're like me. Miles' colors start green and purple, which is the Prowler colors. So I think that because this, like, predestiny thing is, is a thing, I think that he was meant to inherit the Prowler mantle from Aaron. Uh, and that I'll he was meant to be his universe's Prowler after Uncle Aaron died. That's probably true. It's funny how green and purple are the Prowler colors, which they are from the comics, even though the Prowler in the movies is not green and purple themed. Right. He's just purple. Purple right. and black. Purple and black. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting because like, it could have just been purple and black and it wasn't. It was green and purple. But I do think that that's what that meant. Yeah, no. green, and pur- green and purple is a better counter uh, part to red and blue. So I understand the aesthetic reason, maybe. It's yeah. also the same color as the Joker. Why so serious? Well, how how upset will you guys be if the second movie opens and another person steps out of the shadow in the Miles house and he's like, Bleh! it's just Joker. And it's live action Heath Ledger like, Joker. Let's have be, some fun. I'll be kind of offended because he died. That one's Mark Hamill. That sounds more like Mark Hamill to me. So, okay. Yeah, yeah no, that makes more yeah, sense too because he's animated. Would you be upset if it, Joker was a big part of the third movie? Yes. <laughs> if he's a big part of the third movie, but they like don't explain it, there's no yeah. reference to like he's Marvel like, DC merging or working together. Uh, I murdered Spot off screen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a Spider Man movie. I'll defend it to the end of the earth. Um I did I did really like a lot of the guest voices. So like um what's the guy who voiced Spot? Like I, I was trying to pin Forget who, his name. Yeah, and he's like really job. popular. He he was also in Scott Pilgrim, but like I, his voice is so good because like Pilgrim, yeah, Spot Pilgrim. Mm. But yeah, I was trying to like figure out who he was because I remember I was like this voice is really familiar. Couldn't pin pin down who it was. Figured it out. Mm. Um, he played Scott Pilgrim in Scott Pilgrim. Yes, he was Michael Cera. <laughs> and <There> you know, <laughs> and also who uh. I think Andy Samberg voiced. Yeah, Ben Riley. Ben Riley. Spider. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Those are fun lines. Yeah, but Scarlet Spider was kind of weird. Wasn't really a fan, honestly. I love Andy Samberg, but just kind of weird how he was just an oaf, you know? I don't think he was an oaf. I think he was just talking too much. I think he was kind of an oaf when he at the at, toward the end of the movie when when Gwen portals into that world and he swings into the alley and he's like, "There's a weird portal. This wall looks normal. This wall looks normal, but the portal's weird." Like he yeah. he's like so. He's just how being would stupid. you have handled it if you were you were Scott Spider Kenny and you swung into that alleyway? How would you uh, handle it? I would probably. I think they were they were they had communications devices, right? I'd be like, "Hey guys, there's a portal in this alley. I don't see anyone." So that they at least have like intel, and then uh, you get webbed in. Well, right. So what's a, what, can they just like trick each other? Spidey senses. Like, why didn't he know that was coming? You know. Um. There is. It is said that people often Spider Man spider sense is useful because he's so fast. But if someone is as fast as him, it kind of negates the usefulness to a degree. Because Gwen is just hashtag better. But also, it also that. like he's familiar with these portals. 
if he doesn't see anyone who's recently come out of the portal, the most likely assumption is that someone's about to come out. So, like, I, he should have been ready for something, you know? Well, Gwen's portal looked different. Yeah. That, it that does look true, different than the rest of the portals. Like, it looked like Hobie, Hobie World portal. Uh, Hobie, best character in the movie, by the way. Amazing. Best character I, in the whole movie? Yes. He was so chaotic. I loved it. He, he was amazing. I, I I was lukewarm on him, but then when he told Miles to use his palms to break out, I was like, all right, you're... Yeah, I was like, dude, you're, you're my right. fave. I fuck with that. I fuck Spider-Man with that. India heavy. also great. I fuck with that heavy. Honestly, the whole team of them that were at the at the collider in uh, in in uh, 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 what is it fifty one hundred one Spider-Man India world uh, the the four of them Spider-Man India Gwen Miles and uh, and and Hobie all great great team Love Hobie them. wasn't in Gwen's team was he. Yeah, at the yes, end, he yeah, was. he was. Oh, he was? Okay. Which is weird because he was like, it's weird that he, he sent her the watch in a box and then joined back up with her anyway. But whatever. Interesting. Yeah, because. Like, why not just be there? Just be like, hey, what's up? So I guess they wanted her to have her solo scene of discovering that Miles isn't there. Uh, no, I think they wanted the scene of her resolving it with her dad. That's why he left it with her dad. Right. But he, but he, hope he still could have come in after that. But how how would he have known they were done resolving? Well, her dad could have said, "By the way, there's a guy here to see you." Oh, you you meant you mean like he he just waited there? Yeah, like outside or in the bathroom. Or he could come out of the bathroom with a flush. Well, I mean, I guess he also, in theory, wouldn't have known when Gwen was going to come back or if at all. Uh, yeah, that's so what like, I was saying. He left her yeah. the thing and was like, in case it doesn't work out. Like, if she just never goes back to her world, then it's like, what's he What's he doing? What's he hanging out? There? He might have hung out for an hour and been like, meh. I don't think Hobie and her dad would get along. I think her dad- No, like, in fact, it was implied they didn't when he was like, the guy was a real piece of work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Fun fact, in Hobie's comic universe, uh, there's, um, instead of Captain America, there's Captain Anarchy. <laughs> and they work together that's to epic. fight the president. Yeah. <laughs> I like Kobe. Uh, he was just so chaotic. I will say it's he, his personality, like it feels weird. Like, like I feel like it. there, it feels to me like there's a bit of a disconnect with like, I don't, when I see spider punk, I don't think of that kind of, uh, not personality. I don't know. It, I guess it fits perfectly. I don't really know what I'm talking about. I think, I think, I think that the personality doesn't fit with, with spider punk's aesthetic where it's like just Spider-Man with spikes, you know? He also had a guitar. He did have a guitar. He also had a guitar pick. Well, that's not really important. Scarlet Spider also looks kind of punk with like the the vest, torn yeah. up vest thing. Like not like super punk like 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 Hobie, but like it's a little bit. I just feel like his like I I feel like the colors of his costume could be a bit more chaotic, you know? Yeah, for sure. You don't like Scarlet Spider's costume? No, no, no. Spider Punk. Oh. Hobies. Hobie. Uh, wait, oh, you, you're saying you don't like... His his costume, is, it's got a lot going on. I feel like it has enough going on. I think the colors mm. is what Kenny meant. But it's still pretty... Yeah, it's, it's still pretty, like, neat, you know? Let me look up Spider Punk. One thing is that his art style often distorts the colors, so it's kind of hard to tell what's going on sometimes. That's true. And we didn't see him with the mask on a ton. He usually yeah. had it off. And do, does he have sleeves or are those tattoos? Uh, I think he has sleeves. I think he does have sleeves. Because in one scene, I thought he didn't. He didn't have sleeves, and it was like, 
Nah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's got sleeves. Anyway, great movie. Uh, doesn't really matter. That it's a great movie? The thing about the spider punk. Oh, right. Also, I, I like the fact that they brought in, like, some of the other um, Spider-Men that we've seen, like the Insomniac Games one, like he was there. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting because there's like, there's several versions of Miles. Like there's an Insomniac Miles, but I think the whole thing is like, don't show other Miles. Yeah. He, he's kind of like the only Miles other than the one we see at the end. Well, maybe that'll be part of it with uh, Miguel will be like, oh, look, other, but like, it's not really that it's Miles. It's that it's this Miles. Cause like- you know, yeah. the, the Prowler Miles was also going to be Spider-Man, so it's not like it's it's not like seeing a, a Miles as Spider-Man would make Miguel be like, "Oh, never mind, we're chill." Yeah, uh, but it is weird that like I guess he just has a prejudice against all Miles because he's just like, I don't like Miles because Miles made this whole thing happen. Yeah, well, I mean, this Miles did this Miles, but like, yeah, yeah. and then he's just like, I don't like any Miles because of this one Miles. Yeah, that's kind of racism in a nutshell. Um, not only well, well, I mean any prejudice. I I'm guess. not. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> um, man, we've been wildly on topic. Like, yeah, m- I don't know. Maybe what more than ever. This. Maybe more than ever in our history. I don't know what we're gonna title this. I mean, how am I supposed to deviate from Spider-Man? I love it so much. Well, we're gonna title this wildly we about on James topic. Bond. We did talk about James Bond. We did talk about James Bond and Sonic. And Sonic. So. Yeah. yeah, I guess we came back though. Came back. We did. We did come back. Maybe okay, let's talk I think... about something wildly off topic. How about the summer solstice? Uh yeah. Is oh, that man. today? It uh no, it's next month. Oh right, wait, or was it two solstice? months ago? Oh, I was thinking of the equinox. Yeah, you said next month. Yeah, sorry, I was like, it was no two way, months ago. Month. It was two it was months. Two months ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah, in June. It was like it's so weird to me that it's in June. So you you can see like my. Never mind. Not not gonna get into that. But uh, no, like it is. It is weird that it's in June and so early in June because it feels like, to me, it feels like it should be in July. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like like uh, I don't know what the term is. It's not colloquially, but like you know, people think of of June, July, August. Well, I guess that's actually not what you're saying. You're saying you think it should be July, August. Well, you think summer is just two months. So I don't see the solstice. Well. I think what I see is like I think the middle of the summer is July, is is how I'm framing. Right. So yeah, which is like most people think like June, July, August is summer. September, October, November is is fall. December, January, February is winter, and March, April, May is spring. But it's really more like July, August, September is summer, etc. Not going to go through all the months of the year again. You can figure it out. Hey everyone, quick editor's note, Jack seems to have forgotten how a computer works and shut off his microphone partway through the recording here, so the rest of this is going to be a bit of a downgrade. Sorry about that. Yeah, and like, I I know you hate talking about the weather, but like, I do think this this year's like June was quite chilly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, trying to remember June. It's been so long since we were in June. I know it's tough. Uh, but yeah, it was the, the last week of June is really tough. Is yeah, the last week of June, man. When they announced that news story on June 29th, I thought the world was ending. Oh my God, um, Russia! Did you do you remember during like almost the last week of the June there was a Russia coup? Yeah, I remember that. Also, it rained a lot. 
Also, yeah, do you remember when I'm just trying to predict here? Remember when Russia collapsed and then became a division of Iceland? I believe that was in July. It's not that a prediction. You're remembering. July. Right. Um he's a variant. I I do have a question about the Spider-Verse thing. Mhm. He was drawing like that tree of like the timelines and it almost seems like he was referencing that 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 was absolutely the sacred timeline. It looked the same. Yeah, but here's my question. Why isn't Kang come for for the Spider Society? Any of them. Yeah, or the Spider Versus or the the Spider Verse Society or Spidey Spidey Super- I I really don't know. Like It just I feels mean, like it's weird that like they're referencing the universes, but at the same time the the re- the universes we've seen reference outside and they don't usually reference the outside in a good way. It's I don't know you're right, but it's like obviously the connectivity of this is all uh contingent on determined by the ability of these different studios to play well together. Okay, yeah. So like there's a real world reason for why Right. Right. But like it just bothers me that like there's no in in universe. And well, I, I get why that's there, but like it just bothers me there's no in-universe. I mean, the thing is, though, that they're showing clear connectivity of some kind. You know, they they showed, you know, Spock going into the Venom universe. They showed Andrew and Toby. They had Alfred Molina's voice. They referenced Doctor Strange and that nerd. Like, it is in-universe all connected, but I don't know how much of that we're going to get to see because it depends on if Sony and Disney can can play nice. Um I, and it's really it's hard to say and i i've i've seen some pretty wild takes i've seen people say like this shows incredible uh growth and progress for the sony disney relationship expect live action tom holland to play a major part in beyond the spider verse and i'm like okay guys let's be realistic let's let's calm down here they're not- i mean look tom holland's version of the spider-man i love him don't get me wrong i like tom holland i don't think that version of the spider-man is good enough to make it into this society I don't really think it, I didn't get the impression that it was very exclusive at all. I think it was just keeping Miles out and keeping people and keeping Gwen out because she's close with Miles. Um, but I just don't think that they want to do a live action character as a major role. Um, How much would you freak out if you saw Miguel O'Hara as animated in Kang Dynasty? See, that's like. I, I don't know what to expect. Like, it doesn't work very well for them to be that connected. Um, and and they've showed that if if live action people come into this world, they're still live action. It's not a, it's not show, like oh the the animated representation of Tom Holland. It's like no, it would just be Tom Holland. And it's I don't we'll see. It doesn't go I, the other way, right? Like we've never seen an animator go into the live action. Spot Spot went into the Venom universe. Oh my god, no, you're right. Yeah, so it's like, so, so I, I just don't know what to expect. Uh, I think that we're probably not going to get much more than little references like we got in Across the Spider-Verse. Absolutely not. But Unless I mean, Sony sells Spider-Man to Disney. But even, well, they're, they're never going to do that. Um, the if, if Disney ever gets a hold of Spider-Man, it's because they buy Sony. It's not because Sony gives it over. Uh, okay. But yeah, I just think... Uh, I don't I think it's like there's obviously contract issues but there's also just like 
it's not going to look as good to, to blend these styles. So I just don't think we're going to, even if they're all friends and getting along, I don't think we're going to see too much interaction. Hey everyone, I'm still here. Um, Chandler's still here. I'm back. Jack is back. I went to take a picture of the sunset. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, Jack, I was just saying like, like contract stuff aside, I think that, uh, even if everyone's getting along, I think that it is, it looks too weird for them to do too much interaction. Yeah. I am curious what I was almost hoping to see Venom like punch spot in the face, but I guess that was too much to ask. Well then back in, back in June, um, I randomly found out that a Craven the Hunter movie is coming out in October. Had no idea. Thought it was like a. I saw something of uh, of Aaron Taylor Johnson as Craven the Hunter, and I thought it was just like a fan casting thing where they edited it. And then I saw someone talking about a trailer. So apparently it's happening. Assume I assume it's in the Venom slash Morbius universe. Yeah, I think it. I think it'll have to be that one. Yeah, I mean either that or it's its own thing. But I don't see why Sony would do that. Okay, if Sony did another new universe then they're taking too much out of dc's book god don't even get me started on dc uh don't get me started on dc because the episode's over we don't have time it's the end of it the topic was spider-man and you can email us at cteamshow at gmail.com and tell us what you want us to talk about or you can find us on twitter and instagram at cteamshow is it still time for me to say something sure oh you want me to say no no, there's not, Chandler. Hmm. Cut that out. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Are we going to do a post-credit scene for this? Pause. No. Across the unit, Spider-Verse didn't, so... Okay. How should we... The C-Team... Uh, wh- how do they end it in the Spider-Verse one? The C-Team will return? Yeah, the C-Team will return. Oh, that's honestly up for debate. It will return. It probably is going to return. <laughs>